Sorry. Welcome to AE Double Back for <laughs> Wednesday, May 3rd. It's not going to get any better than this. It, it, we are peaking emotionally <laughs> and we are just in the zone. We, wrestling is the only thing we want to talk about and the only <laughs> thing that matters in the world. <laughs> there is it's, no yeah, subtext have- to this. None of none of the previous is coming is going to be on the show. Sometimes, Not a one. Sometimes you have to shoehorn in excitement into your own brain. That is that is how it works. Yeah, nothing's more I mean, exciting I use than a shoehorn. But whatever. We saw an awesome wrestling match Sunday. Hell yeah, we did. Seven we saw a matches. bunch of. Yes, we did. It was fucking incredible. Um, again, Republic of Lucha above and beyond. And it was the Lucha Brothers' 17-year anniversary of wrestling. Um, it was the second-year anniversary of their store opening. These motherfuckers put on an amazing show. Of all the talented wrestlers that were there, it was unfucking real Great, wonderful day. It was a barrio show that they specifically <laughs> called out and mentioned that that's what it was and the fact that these guys are national international superstars and still want to like put up a show in their backyard for friends is, and fam which they consider is, it's cool as hell Fucking yeah. a, right and Takeshita, mm-hmm. oh he practiced he wanted to fall into my arms when he uh, went <laughs> uh into the aisle you know Practically onto our laps. I know you he, wanted to fall into my arms, but we are in public. Can't make a thing out of it. So he dealt a republic. brain buster just feet from you. Yeah. Just like less than less than ten feet from that's you. How so that's how we say that's we love, love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh yeah, if you ever do get a chance to go out to Republic of Lucha, uh their shows are amazing. And uh I brought my five year old. Turns out four hours um, <laughs> of wrestling is too much for a five-year-old. Just a bit. Uh, but we pulled through. We pulled through. Yeah, he got he a mask out it. of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, he did. <laughs> and at the end, uh, the uh, Ray Phoenix match, it was just like, this is cool. Yeah. All right. We rebounded. We rallied. Oh, Calder, are you moving again? Yes. Okay. Uh, I, just- yes. I was moving something. <laughs> You, you you spooked me because you, you asked if are you moving again? I was like, oh my god, I never want to move again. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Are you? Did you lose your lease <laughs> on life? Let me check. Oh god, I need a new one. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, anyway. We have an eight man tag to start the show. That is too many people in the ring. This is a theme for the night. Yeah, too many people in the ring is the theme for the night. I'm, yeah. I have serious problems with this. Samesies. Okay. Orange Bandito. Bandito has his own sunglasses. Versus Roderick Strong, Adam Cole. No, 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 no. Orange and Bandito and Adam Cole and Roderick oh, Strong sorry, sorry, sorry. on a team. Yes, that's what I meant. Roderick Strong, Adam Cole versus... Uh, 2.0, Garcia and Hager. Jericho was on the announce desk. Jericho yeah. had a t-shirt of Britt Baker with a black eye. 
just a taunt, Adam Cole. This has been a very controversial shirt, incidentally. You mean is it's for sale? Uh, that is a good question. I, I've seen it as well, and I assume that it was just a uh, part of an angle. I didn't know if any if it. I don't think AEW was selling it. That's fucked up like, if they were. Definitely could. I could definitely see like people bootlegging it. So, oh. you know, I don't know. Or getting AI generated bullshit. <laughs> hey, uh, AI, make me a picture of uh, Some lady wrestling wrestlers bullshit. With, <laughs> with black eyes. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. it is. Uh, it's called Brit Baker Battle Damage, which what is the oh, fuck? which is kind of fun because like Battle Damage, you know, He Man, right. He Man uh, yeah, figures yeah. are kind of oh, a yeah. cool thing. Uh, this though, <laughs> I mean, obviously, Brit gave her full approval to it, and right. you know, is making money off it. It'd be um, more fun if there was video game stats over it. Okay, Battle yeah, damage. I could see that. That if. I think yeah. would make it more palatable, but whatever. It feels like like more than any other shirt I've ever seen, and and like the one that I got of uh, Maki Ito, like feel feels like one that's a little dicey to wear in some situations. Uh, but this one is especially one where it's like you really cannot wear that any place except where the context is fully known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For real, it, it, it doesn't even just have her looks name like a on it. Battered woman. Yes. Doesn't even have her name on it. Oh my god. That takes god. a lot of explaining. Well, fuck that. Uh, well, it's a conversation starter. Bad design. It's a bad design. While we're on Shop AEW, I I will say that uh, Willow's got a shirt up now. It says nothing matters, smile anyway, and it's got these it's, you know, like this great uh pink and purple, white and uh baby blue color scheme. Uh, with like adorable clouds on it, but also adorable skulls, and yeah, yeah all of that I together. Mean, as, we as a remember package. the early two thousands, don't we? That was Absolutely. the theme. Everything was like that. <laughs> it's good stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, so blah blah blah. This match. I don't know what you guys. What do you have to say about it? Look, it's a fine match. Uh, like everyone in it is great, and so the match is okay. The match was fine. I just, like I said, like I, I think six six uh, person matches are optimal because you get a whole lot of action going nonstop. Uh, you can you can still keep track of who's out there. Uh, once you get beyond that, it just looks like a lot of people just sort of like just like rubbing up against each other oh, you inside mean like the, the ring. Fifteen man match later. <laughs> I mean, look, like a, a battle royal is what it is. You know, you use it sparingly, and that's not a problem. But when you do two of these matches in the same show, you know, it's kind of like running together too many tag matches. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I'll, I'll take a back-to-back tag match, but, like, if you try and cram in, like, three or four, it's just this is too many. It's too many. Yeah, there, were, there were, I think, four. There were a bunch. Yeah. My attitude is there. It should either be two people, or it should be too many to even move. It should be like a, a factory farm chicken coop. Whoa! Oh, nice. I like that. I like where your head's at. <laughs> uh, 
Adam Cole gets the pin and then comes after Jericho on the announce desk. And that was pretty great. Jericho being like, get him out of here. <laughs> mm. uh, security kind of escorts Adam away to break up the fight. I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, I guess the bit where, uh, um, then like Britt comes up and like slaps him and he falls down. Like I, I, I sort of get it, uh, again, like also in the Is context later, of this though? shirt. Is that later? Yeah. I, was that after the commercial oh, break? Right. You're right. It is after the commercial break. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I thought that's way right after. Right. Uh, never mind. I thumbs this up, but also it's kind of a lot. Yeah, I thumbs this one up. As the first match, I didn't have too much uh, aggravation towards it. It was just, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's some funny bits and some cool bits. Eh, it's regular. Thumbs up. Okay. Yeah, uh, I middle it. Oh. Mm, okay. We got Jungle Boy and Darcy. First of many. Darby. Darcy. Darby. Darby. I don't know why I wrote Darcy. Look, I'm not. Mr. Darcy, the, I'm not the in mean my own neighbor head to from. What from? Yes, married with children. From, uh, I, from? I, 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 yeah, I blanked on married with children's name. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going with friggin' uh, uh, Jane Austen. <laughs> I thought. Oh yeah, I know the, the mean neighbor who you no, eventually married. They weren't That's neighbors. Like Mr. Darcy you know, was not a neighbor. They were like close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone uh, okay. was like like a mile and a half away from each other and also like like several days away at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. When everyone has a castle, it's everybody's a goddamn neighbor. Well, not everyone had a castle. That's the whole point of that book slash movie slash TV series, however you imbibed uh that particular genre. It the whole point is that they were of lower means, meager, low status. Mr. Darcy, who was the opposite. Oh man, so well off. Um, a modern version would be Bridget Jones' Bridget Jones's Diary. Almost. I mean, they use a lot of the same elements. Anyways, whatever. Okay, I'm gonna just. <laughs> Stop all of this tangential bullshit. Jungle Boy. Wait a minute. What podcast do you think you're on? I don't know. <laughs> and I don't want to find out. <laughs> Jungle Boy and Darby Allen do a little promo. Basically, um, I guess the Pillars match is going to be the main event, a double or nothing. And so Jungle Boy and Darby are like psyching themselves up. Because they're going to do it. They're going to make sure that they are at the main event in Double or Nothing. Um, I guess I thumb this up. It, I Like any more now, when I see the two of them, or either of them, I get a little annoyed. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I This wasn't too annoying, so I thumbed it up. Uh, I middled it because they were uh, talking at each other, then talking to the camera and kind of going back and forth in a way that felt a little awkward. Um, it's a thing you can do, but it it felt a little more scripty to me, which I, I didn't care for. Mm. So middle. Hmm. 
I kind of liked it. I up it. Okay. Then we're backstage. We're actually outside. Jericho Britt. She slaps him. He falls down. And he's saying, get him out of here. Or get her out of here. Whatever. Uh, Yeah, it was kind of weird because... You know, like a, there are a whole bunch of security guards sort of pushing or, you know, like guiding Adam uh, Cole away and Jericho doing his thing, which is fine. And then Britt like slaps him and then like one person kind of leads her away and he like falls down on his butt and just kind of sits there, um, which, you know, yeah, he, he's the heel. He's showing his ass and he's, you know, uh, sitting on sort it. of cowering indeed. Uh, and... It's it's all fine. It is doing exactly what it's supposed to be doing. Um, I'm I'm still not terribly stoked about all of this, but it was properly executed, so I I thumbed it up. Yeah, I thumbs it up. I thought um, it's just a, a fun little bit to throw in that continues the story, and at least it gives Brit the opportunity to. Get one in, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I up it as well. Uh, then we got an audio problem. Mm-hmm. Brian Danielson <sighs> and the BPCC, the British Petroleum Combat Club. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, and uh, Brian's like, I'm. I've heard people say they're the best ever. Blah blah blah. You know, I'm better. I'm better than anyone ever and ever will be sort of stuff. What? No, no. He said specifically, he was calling out uh, uh, Brett's, Brett Hart's shtick of uh, best there was, best ever will, uh, best there is, best there was, best that ever will be. And he's saying like, you know, how presumptuous to think that uh, people won't be better than you in the future. I am better than he was, you know. Um, so that's uh, the part that I latched on to. Yeah. Okay, and that like, yeah. What they're building now is going to, you know, they're going to be better wrestlers in the future because of them um, and all that. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. In I my really head, like all of that translated to I'm better than anyone ever, ever will be. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. You you did this segment because I clearly, clearly <laughs> my brain's just washing it all up in my head. I mean, the only I, other I, thing I, I have I, to mention is. Him calling, uh, uh, him saying this little shit wheeler unit. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I yeah, this is going to be better than me. <laughs> and I, I really, I really want to see him be more petty, uh, mm-hmm. kind of following up on that little shit. Not even just like I'm just like a mean guy, but like just being a just a dick, yeah. you know, in the way that MJF is, or mm-hmm. you know, something like that. Let Calder talk because he's no. tried to break in a couple times. Now, oh my god. The, this impenetrable uh, wall here between uh, between us. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I just am fascinated by the same thing. Like I, I I would love to know because it's not necessarily obvious on the surface, like on the air. But like what 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 passes between them, like off the air, where they're like, you know what, Wheeler Yuta should be just like we understood to be a piece of shit. Like like he's 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 like this little shithead that that we have around. And we're going to allude to that as often as possible. Hmm. Like Sam, Sammy Guevara is a little shit. Yeah. It's uh, written all over so, his face. And, and that's what's best about him is that, you know, 
he's really managed to to nail that uh, that role. Uh, it gives him a lot of personality. It's like see a little more like, from Yuta. Sammy Guevara was that kid that was always called a smart aleck, whereas Wheeler Yuta maybe was never called a smart aleck. Right? Maybe he was a smart ass. So you really have to like lay it on thick to be like you little shit. Whereas yeah. Sammy Guevara, it's just understood. Like no one <laughs> needs to tell you. You can watch the show for the first time and understand. Oh, he's shit. Yep. <laughs> Anyways, the other thing that was really funny was what Moxley said about being Blade searching for pieces of iron because it feels like him sort of like yearning to write some kind of a romance song almost. Ooh. <laughs> I do, I do like those little moments uh, where he sort because that's just another thing, you know, about like the changing levels and stuff like that, and dynamics and going up and down, and and sometimes you're just like, I want to punch things and they kick them real hard, and then sometimes you know you're like waxing poetic, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you're just like drifting through the endless abyss of time, and you know, um, he, he's fun that way. Um, I appreciate. And he said that. Mox and Omega are going to be in a steel cage. Mm, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. That'll be pretty there's cool. Re, there's the sharpening yeah. themselves against that. I don't remember seeing Omega in a steel cage. It's something that could have happened, but I believe it was the Young Bucks and not Omega, but I can't. Yeah, I don't remember ever seeing him in a cage. You know what's too bad is what that like it's always a cage and never a Thunderdome. <laughs> I feel like uh, that's because it's trademarked. Oh. Well, you can have a dome. You can't trademark the shape. Yeah. What would you Just call get it some then? Motocross bikes. Death Dome. You call it fucking yeah, Death Dome. I mean, if you call it anything other than Thunderdome, people are like, "Why don't you call it a Thunderdome?" And then I'd, I'd be like, uh, "Somebody else owns it." You want to hear something really rights. fucking weird? I have a video that I took years ago, and I'm talking years ago, of these BM are what motocross bikes, the ones with motors, right? They are like Uh, like motorcycles, but they're kind of like bikes. They're small, anyways, whatever. Two guys on these bikes in a small steel cage going round and round Mm. and round. I have a video of that. And I have no fucking idea where I was, <laughs> what this was about, who I was with. I don't fucking remember a single thing. I have this video I took <laughs> and yep. that's all. And I'm just like, it's a mystery in my own fucking life. And I'm like, God, what happened to me that I don't remember this? <laughs> this seems like I, uh, it would be something to remember, whatever this was. Anyways, <laughs> you always think you're going to remember it's- something forever, and almost all the time, it's something you couldn't remember to save your life three months later. Yeah, this is true. Thumbs up! Yay! Thumbs up. Woo! Big thumbs up! Uh, your thumbs enlarged. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is engorged. Ew. Fully oh, just yes. throbbing and <laughs> take that rubber band off. You'll you'll your thumb will die. No. <laughs> it feels so nice. No, when it's you're, really turning. 
your your thumb edging. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, the outcast, Soraya Mm -hmm. versus Willow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a great match. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have interference with the outcast, but Willow is up to the task. She's like, Indeed. you're not going to fucking get me down, even though they did kind of get her down. <laughs> um, but a, a crowd favorite, obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And yeah. that's so fucking I- cool. Uh, I mean, because... Tony isn't pushing the women, so they have to push themselves. Fucking A, right? Like Willow, fucking Jamie Hayter, they're clawing their way up to the uh, top, of ra- top ranks. I-, I mixed top and upper, and I came up with tupper. Tupper <laughs> ranks. <laughs> Just like Sheriff uh, Amos Tupper from Mur- Murder, She Wrote. Wasn't there a drive-in called Toppers 2? I That's believe possible. that was a strip club. I think there was one in my hometown. A strip club? No. I would. Do you know all of the strip clubs in your hometown? No, no. It Good was a drive, drive in, not a, drive in, drive through. But it was like a, a it was like drive old through school stripper drive. club. It was a Jesus oh Christ! God. How do you get the the dollar why, bills? Why their... do you do this to me? <laughs> why do you do this to me? It drives me crazy. The important <laughs> thing is that we hit upon a a, a powerful business opportunity here. <laughs> oh god all right um hey i just thought of something yeah west hollywood it's mm-hmm. a car wash with dudes okay but it's like the car drives through like it normally does but then somehow there's guys in there also washing a car i it just it doesn't make sense never mind none of this <laughs> makes any sense <laughs> Anyways. Yes, I, I understand what you're going that for, and 70 I'm pretty song sure it already exists. popped in my head, and I was like, Teresa, you're just a total cliche right now. Yeah. The car wash? Yeah, my brain Rose Royce? <laughs> yeah. The car wash. At the car wash, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, probably <laughs> something like this was already imagined, and I'm like 38, 40, 50 years late. I don't even know how many years it is now. Okie doke. So it was a great match. Soraya won through interference. Willow almost won. Um, but anyways, they uh, the outcasts attack Willow after the match. And then we hear some music and Sheeta comes out. And I was like, oh my God, yay. But then I was like, what the fuck? Because she started high-fiving and hugging Soraya and the outcasts. I was like, she's bad. And they hand her a spray, oh, no. paint, spray paint can. <laughs> and I was like, no. And then we see Jamie Hayter and Britt Baker standing uh, behind the outcasts. She does in front of them because she's going to spray Willow. But then she turns around and then they all turn around and see Britt and Jamie. Oh, it was glorious. And then they all got beat up. Uh, she beat them all up with her kendo stick and then she spray painted on them. So it was like, Oh, so glad. So glad she didn't go with the outcasts. Yeah. Um, I, I Similarly, I was like, why are we turning her heel? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then when she turned back face right after, I was like, okay, you know what? Um, 
I didn't particularly care for the rhythm of that. Uh, just cause like it felt really swervy in a, in a bad kind of late nineties way where, you know, like, Hey, we're just going to do this just because the just guys because do this all the, the time. Uh, yeah. And I don't like it there either. Mm. But what I'm, what I'm saying is that like, they did it so quickly and, and pulled it back so quickly. It was kind of like one of those promos where it's not really great, but you know what? It was short. They got what they needed to say, you know, and they're like done in like 20 seconds. I'm like, you know what? That's fine. It's fine. Perfect. Great. 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 If you're going to do something that's not great, keep it tight. And they did. I sort of would have liked it if she had turned evil. I wouldn't have. I I need some some motivation behind a turn. When people just do that just because it... It bugs me. It's boring. I don't. Well, well I mean, that, that's not to say that uh, there wouldn't have been a reason if it had stayed that way for longer than five seconds. I feel like they might have uh, explained something at some point. Currently, they have more women that you would consider heal than not heal. Yeah. So they have to have some people on the other side. And Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter, they're still in heal territory. You know what I mean? But just within this feud... They're like definite face uh, faces on this, you know. Yeah. But anyways, I don't know. Uh, I'm just glad they're allowing the women's division to explore this type of shit and do mm-hmm. something and be interesting and have some fun things happen. Agreed. You know, it was really great. It was a big thumbs up, and it was a good yep, match. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Okay, then we have uh, probably the best promo of the night with House of Black. The open house. Yeah. And the house rules are, you know, anyone can (laughs) apply, but Mm 20-second countouts. The fuck? No rope escapes. Interesting. And the DQ will be enforced, and whoever uh, is wants to compete gets to choose what the DQ is. Uh, yeah, yeah. I thought this was it's, awesome. It, it came kind of out of the blue and at first I was like, wait, what do you what? there's special rules? What's going on here? And this like, was fun though. Oh, what that yeah, then I'm like, oh okay. Yeah. The whole point the yeah, having a lot of belts is not great. But when you make them you distinguish them somehow like in this case, like, hey, there's different rules going on here. It's not just, you know, three on three, but also, you know, we're playing it differently. It's kind of like the pure title and, you know, ROH. Different rules makes it different, makes it interesting. So, yeah. And then, of course, House of Black are always the best. So, And it gives, what's her, uh, Hart, Julia? Julia yeah. Hart gives her some yeah. fun bit to do, right? You know what I love about this? Oh, welcome to the open it, house. She's still bad, mm-hmm. but in this this whole thing, it totally works because she's just like this weird person. She's the odd person out, but because she's the odd person out in a bunch of oddities, it totally makes sense. And she's like it's, the receptionist of the House of Black, sort of. Yes. <laughs> or the, yes. the the rule keeper. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome if, to the open if house. You want, if you want pens at the House of Black, you have to go to her, and she has to get the key. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I loved it. Give it a thumbs up. Yep. Same. Same. 
I give it a thumbs up, although I did find like that it was just a lot of rules. It was a lot of rules. Uh, and I don't know, th- th- three is more than more than one. Mm. <laughs> uh, it is something <laughs> I think will like, uh, because, you know, things like the the uh, 20 count out, like you, you get used to it and, um, you know, uh, uh, no rope breaks, you know, the announcers will man- mention it every once in a while. Oh, he he's pulling for ropes, but obviously because in these roles it's different, uh, that's, you know, he's. Uh, going on instinct and you know it's not going to work uh, so it'll it'll be fine in practice i think it I did like feel a like a lot of a, lo- a lot of exposition yeah that i guess that was like i i don't think it, i'm gonna have a hard time following the rules as the as the matches go but like as a promo like being heavily about rules um yeah i don't know uh, I would like it if every single uh, faction had its own rules that you had to keep track of, like from match to match. You would mm-hmm. like that? <laughs> I, yeah, I have I, a I, I sneaking just, suspicion you would not. <laughs> I, I think I would love that. You know, like uh, <laughs> QTV would have their rules oh, and uh, and uh, Jazz would have their rules. And then and, they're in the same match and all the rules conflict. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and then you, they they would have to repeatedly pause the match in order to uh, kind of adjudicate which rule trumps which rule. Oh yeah, rule adjudication—that's what I'm talking about. Lucha As a Brothers, former player of Magic the Gathering—that's my sweet spot. Lucha Hell Brothers yeah. and El Hijo del Viking versus Dark Order. Don't say El Hijo de Viking. Del That's Viking. A- I didn't de- say Hijo. What? I said. El Ijo del Viking. El Ijo like del Viking? Yeah. Sounded like Ijo. That's his fucking name. What? Did you not know that's his name? I can't tell if you're fucking with me or I'm not. I'm not fucking with you. His name is El Ijo del Viking. His name Vikingo. is El Ijo de Vikingo. Oh, my. I translated the last word <laughs> to English. <laughs> what? That's what I was like. What are you, are you, are you oh, being God. like deliberately racist or something? No. <laughs> no, his name is Del Viking. What the fuck? No, she's just being uh, unintentionally racist. Mm. <laughs> You're in America. Speak American. No, it's just my note taking. Gotcha. Uh, we got Dark Order. We've got Hobbs, QT, Aaron Solo. We've got the Acclaimed with Daddy Ass. We've got... Butcher's Blade, Kip Sabian. This is a clusterfuck. And the varsity athletes. Oh, fuck. I forgot they were there. It took me a while. I had to, like, sort of tease out all the strings because for a while there, I was like, wait, what the? F- okay, what are the Butcher and Blade doing in there? I didn't see Kip. So I was like, uh, where's the third person? Who's the? Right. And then who's over here? And it, once I figured out everybody, I was like, oh, I guess. But yes, too many. Yeah. It was a lot. No, like as is my want. Like I, I want ultimate extremes. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I would like, uh, like just Sardines. like jam more in there. Get more in there. Um. Well, I don't know. I'm never really a big fan of this, especially when like I don't even know what the stakes are. Yes, there are none. Yeah, it was just uh, to mix it up. So without stakes, it doesn't make it enjoyable. That's my that's my 
two cents. Teresa the Carnivore says no. Huh? I demand Porterhouse every match. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Is that what is that what this is saying to the, the world? Stakes are high. Oh God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you? Yeah, no. I didn't that get was it. Like, no, I didn't get it. Was, it. Because I've never, I haven't eaten meat since I was 16 years old. It doesn't I even know, occur that's why to it was, me. That's what was funny. <laughs> it doesn't even occur <laughs> to me <laughs> that I'm uh, making a pun. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. This was a mess and too many people. And I, but also it was fine. It, it, it was, it was a perfectly acceptable, you know, battle royale. So like. Uh, I, I thumbed it up. I, I, I middled it. I middled it. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't want to see it, but it was fine for what it was. It was a middle for me too. Yeah, it was a middle as well for me. Hmm. Sammy, MJF, Renee Paquette, um, mm. MJF, uh, talking to Sammy's all pissed off at MJF about ditching him, not letting him ride in the car. <laughs> and Jeff fake cries and come up some bullshit story about having a hurt back. And then no, not just that, not just that. He was like, I had severe down. back pain from carrying the company for a year. And it just yeah. goes on. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah, it uh, was pretty funny. It was uh, really then- very funny because it was kind of like Miller's Crossing uh, where um uh, John Turturro, it does the whole look into your heart thing. Hmm. I haven't seen I don't it. remember that, but I trust that it was a good analogy there. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Don't bother following up. <laughs> uh, okay, we've got uh, Sammy then kisses MJF on the forehead. Just that, just it's just so funny to see it because it's so weird. Um, They're both just like going over the top here yeah. and it's fantastic. Uh, MGF like I- I'm so emotionally drained. Can you please talk about the main event? Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it- there's just a particular tone that both of them are really good at striking. I don't think anyone else in the company, arguably anybody else uh in wrestling today can do. And so even when it's like irritating, it's still like, yeah, but it's it's pretty great. I thought it was good. I gave it a thumbs up. Absolutely. Yeah, same. And a big old friend hug to end it. Come on. They're like the anti-best friends. I still think Sammy is going to turn on MJF, though. I mean, yeah. They, they ha- he has to. When it's going to happen, you know, maybe it's at the pay-per-view. Maybe it's before. Yeah. Maybe it's after. Who knows? Who knows? Like, they may just get along so well and get over with this thing. They're like, you know what? Let's keep it going for another couple months. See how, you know, see mm-hmm. how it turns out. We got Kenny Omega and Don Callis. Mm. Don's got a gnarly scar. Oh yeah, yeah he does. I was like, holy shit. He, this was not planned. <laughs> um, yeah. Kenny Omega cutting another very serious promo. Also, Don cutting a promo, just like, yeah. just on his own, just, you know, you did this to me and you think I'm going to get you. It's not even just, it's about my client, it's about me. I'm into it. 
I really liked it. And I wonder, you know, Kenny Omega is so good at like, uh, oh, yeah. contrasting style. And, um, he really is in his own echelon, uh, normally. So no one seems to get anywhere close to him. But it's interesting him taking this more like almost refined, uh, lower energy, but serious tone because, uh, the intensity is still there, but it's so different from Moxley, right? So any promotion that either of them is doing on this match, it's not going to like come across as similar. Yeah. So I just like that he did that because the potential is, you know, that can happen. And it just sounds a lot of like, back and forth, but this, at least there's like a tone difference. So, um, it adds a different rhythm to the show. It's, it's all very interesting. Uh, uh, Kenny uh, really thinks this stuff through and he sees it from so many more angles. than I think, you know, almost any other wrestler does. So you can rely on him to, to have noticed those kind of small things and yeah. shift his work, you know, depending on who he's working with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, actually, he's just fucking brilliant and I love him to death. Oh yeah. Yep. Yep. Did y'all thumbs it up? Oh, absolutely. Oh, that's up. Wardlow. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> well, let's like, let's, isn't let's even, credit it, them. Is it even worth mentioning okay, there was a match? Uh, look, they gave him a name. His name yeah. is Logan LaRue. They didn't <laughs> Logan give him. LaRue. They, they didn't put his name up on the screen. We really could do with some more graphics. I feel like there are a lot of times when uh they're talking and they're trying to get stuff out and i'm like just just put the words on the screen man yeah you have that power just do it make it easier for everybody yeah uh but yeah we got his name before he got squashed and that's fine and i'll say this uh i thought the match was crap uh i'm overseeing uh squashes from wardlow but when you think of it not as a match but as a promo segment for which, you know, in the same way that like sometimes you're backstage with Renee and sometimes you're out in the ring with Tony Schiavone yeah, yeah, yeah. and sometimes you're, you know, making a, like a little mini movie. These are all different ways of cutting a promo. This is just a Christian promo uh, where, you know, the surrounding format is a squash match that's happening. And it's if, you, right. if it's not a match, if it's just a uh, filigree for for Christians pro uh talking Whoa, then filigree I thumb that up <laughs> I thumb that up because it's different <laughs> um okay so yeah Wardlow has a stupid fucking thing calls out Christian Cage for uh, uh saying hey why don't you bring out Lugosaurus for a title shot right here right now Christian Cage comes out with Lugosaurus and he's like, Oh, but you're a fucking idiot. Cause the title shot isn't for him. It's for me. <laughs> so that's a twist. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, I, to me, that seems like a, a, a goofy thing to be like, you thought you were facing the, the bigger, stronger guy. 
guess what? You're facing the smaller, older one. Yeah. Well, oh, no. To be, to be fair, though, Luchasaurus will be at ringside and he will be interfering a lot. So, like, that makes sense to me. And uh, honestly, I'm, I'm into it. I hope he breathes fire. <laughs> this is the next evolutionary step of Luchasaurus. Is, is it? Did dragons start breathing fire before the comet hit? Uh, yeah. Dinosaurs? I don't know. But dragons? Yes. <laughs> so you said dragon. <laughs> so I'm going to answer that question with an emphatic yes. Yes, I was talking about Ultimo Dragon, obviously, uh-huh. as, as anyone would well know, <laughs> Japanese wrestling. As um, a side I, note, if you never saw the movie Reign of Fire, check it out. It's pretty good. Is it? Did yeah, you see How so. to Train Your Dragon? I think I did, I did yeah. Pretty I didn't see the sequel. About it, is all the Better dragons are like cats, and usually they love to make everything like a dog. Anything that isn't a regular animal mythical creatures like to make them like a dog i was pleasantly surprised they made them all like cats and i was like <laughs> cats are awesome because you they're so misunderstood so this makes sense this makes perfect sense a mythical creature <laughs> feared by humans but for all the wrong reasons Cats, Sad. the musical. Okay. Uh, <laughs> what is happening? The, the other musical. I'm middling this. Wow. Thing. Fair enough. But, okay. Yeah, I middle it as well. I'm the only one who's galaxy brained around here. That's okay. I get it. Oh, okay. I see. That's how we speak <laughs> to each other now. <laughs> Wait, we've always spoken to each other like that. How do you? Again, what podcast are you on now? Uh, see, do you like getting a rise out of you? Because that was fun for me. <laughs> okay, Jeff Jarrett, Son, uh, Sanjay Dutt, Jay Lethal, Sadnam, Sadnam in overalls. Mm-hmm. I loved it. And his hair wasn't slicked back, so it was curly. And he looked <laughs> he looked like uh, that one hillbilly wrestler. Hillbilly Jim. That's it. I thought that was funny. This whole thing was banana pants. <laughs> and it makes zero sense. They show up mm-hmm. to the Dem Boys farm, the Briscoe farm, mm-hmm. to help out. And they suck at everything. But they're helping out. And then somebody walks up and they all run away. It was Papa Briscoe. And Papa Briscoe's like, you know, better watch out for those guys. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> the one with the overalls. <laughs> Which one? Both of them. All of this was just, again, just like so slapstick, goofy. Just like there's you know, even uh, a baby. Um, That's when you know it's real goofy. <laughs> they throw in a baby. Oh man, <laughs> yes. It's it's it, at first I was like, this looks horrible. Yeah. Uh, because usually that's the way these things go, but everybody in it is just like so charming and silly, and everyone's committing to the bits. And Jeff Jarrett like, was like doing all these apparently. 
They're like, do another one. The baby loves it. He's like, all right, this this number is, I don't remember what he said, but um, basically the whole idea of them just sitting around and Jeff Jarrett serenading the baby. It's just <laughs> funny. This is ridiculous. Uh, I do not want to see a lot of this. No. But just a little bit. Just beautiful. Love it. They're like, you know what? We might not be the scariest group in AEW, <laughs> but what could we be? The goofiest group? Yeah, we could, we could probably do that. I mean, that's Arguably. tough competition in yeah. goofy group category. But a lot of goofies there. They can do it. Mm. I believe in them. Yeah. Anyways, I thumbs it up. Yep, same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it was very amusing to see uh, wrestling's answer to son-in-law. Oh. <laughs> oh, that would be if that baby moved to Berkeley, came back to the farm, hair cut orange, and a butterfly tattoo, <laughs> and weasel oh, wear. No. She had oh, no. weasel wear. Don't forget. I clearly have forgotten, and that movie I, don't, I saw don't that worry. I saw that at a very particular age, and it's like burned in my brain. It made an impact. <laughs> Teresa's first crush. No, not a crush. There's just something about it. Like I was like, I could do that. I'll come back a different person someday. <laughs> you know, like I'll be free somewhere. Like, broaden all of my horizons. <laughs> Anyways, whatever. Someday. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Juice Robinson. Yes. <laughs> Ricky! Ricky! This was good. Yeah. This saga continues. I literally have no notes on it. It was a good match. You know, like I thumbed it up, uh, but like, yeah, it was just what it was there. I mean, I'm so glad Starks won. I want the world for Ricky. I need him to do. I just miss. The thing is, is that as a face, like I miss a lot of the super fun um, heel faces he would do like, no, no. Or like, you know, whatever. It's fun. Everything about him, right? Um, he's a really good heel, so I do miss that. I mean, you don't want you you do want to be careful to not tread over too much of the same ground as uh, the Rock, uh, but he is so much in the vein of the Rock. And what eventually got the Rock over was being a heel, and then being so good at that that people started cheering him. Then he didn't really have to change anything. He was just still the same character. Uh, only people were cheering him, and they need to go that route with Ricky. Let him go back to being a heel, yeah. and then just keep grinding, keep being so good at that that they eventually uh, uh, get behind him. I mean, he's too good. He's so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, he's yeah. too good, but also he's a mediocre as a face. Oh. I thumbs it up. Yeah. Same. We've got, um, blah, 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 blah. let's see. Uh, it's just a recap of Matt Hardy and Ethan Page. Yeah, yeah. It's just basically summing up everything up till now in regards to the contract 
situation. Previously on AEW Dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> they need to yeah, that's really the dramatic. voice. They need to do a dramatic like a soap opera. Previously <laughs> on AEW. Last week on. <laughs> uh, okay. Then it was Jack Perry and Darby Allen again. Again. Woo! Backstage. Darby Lamb leaves the room. MJF comes in to talk to Jungle Boy. Uh, MJF saying, hey, take a dive, man. And Jungle Boy is like, hey, why don't you go fuck your mom? And so then when Darby Allen comes back in, MJF leaves. And now Darby thinks that Jungle Boy is going to betray. Dun, dun, dun. No. Don't trust anyone. Um. <laughs> I middled it. Mm. Uh, same. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I middle it as well. Mid. Woo. We got uh, the four pillars match. Uh, and yeah, what'd you guys think? It was good. I mean. A lot of good wrestling. All these people are great. Um, I I am looking forward to the uh, four person, you know, uh, you know, free for all. Uh, and this was fine. It was. It did exactly what it was supposed to do. Call yeah, it was a good match. Yeah, I liked it. Anything else? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like we all sort of have just a. a Moderately lackluster opinion about it. I middled it. Oh, okay. Because okay, I have wow. a lackluster opinion about it. I see. Okay. Yeah, you go. I don't know why. Uh, it was fine. Uh, it, but do I feel don't about, care. What do you feel about the uh, uh, the whole storyline in general? Are you into it? Is it too much? No. Is it, you know? I'm not into it. Um, okay. It's fine. I guess this is like the next phase for these guys and you know maybe there are people that are really honestly curious like who's it gonna be you know but um who would you like it to be like hmm. you, we're, we're looking at these four guys obviously yeah I, I think it's safe to say that they are the future of the company uh it's this is not like you know people that are trying to push real hard and you know like no one's buying into it Everybody, all of them have a fair amount of support. Um, do you think one of them should be champion? Do you think maybe none of them should be champion and, you know, like give them more time? Do you, would you rather see one particular feud over another? Uh, if there had to be a feud, I'd like it to be with someone who is a good talker. So Sammy yeah. would make sense to me out of that group. Yeah. Um, I think Dar Darby and Jungle Boy definitely need more time. Mm -hmm. Um, and Darby has his niche area that's been working, but I just have a hard time seeing that going any further. Um, and Jungle you don't see him as like a world champion. No, no, I don't. Jungle Boy. Um, I'm sure. The day will come, but it's not now. Clearly, MJF is going to retain the title. You know, mm -hmm. like there's just no question. Pardon me. Um, but How dare you? 
Uh, I hit my mic. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I guess there's this one way to set up a challenge for the belts that's different from other ways and a way to get these guys a lot of time and maybe some extra matches. But um, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't care. Like, I would prefer to see someone else against MJF. I'm not sure who, because it could be a lot of different people that I think are qualified, that would be fun. And the AEW has a really deep roster of very interesting people. Yes, they do. And it would be great to see a lot of different people go after the belt. Um, These people are not as fun as... I would have hoped. I agree with you. I think all of them, uh, for yeah, for varying reasons. I, I do think Darby Allen uh, will be a creditable world champion uh, at some point. I don't think it is now. I think he has a really good, uh, as you say, niche in sort of the TNT belt area, like that secondary belt. I think Sammy has a really good. Uh, uh, hold in that area as well. I don't think he should be champion now um, because I don't think he can carry a show the way the MJF can. I think Jungle Boy uh, 100% will be a champion and a good champion for a real long time, but he he still needs to like fill out uh, a lot of parts of you know his his wrestling persona. So uh, I would I, rather. Oh, see that, a was, that was that uh, was a mental filling out. Is it what you were referring to? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, like, uh, edge was a lot smaller when he first appeared in WWE and, you know, like, uh, when they had the, their, uh, uh, tag, you know, tag feuds with the Hardys and, um, uh, the Dudleys, they were great tag champ- champions, all of them, but, uh, none of them seemed like, uh, real good world champions until later when, yeah, uh, they did get larger, physically larger, as well as, you know, more uh, complete as uh, personas. Well, is that like a thing or is that just WWE? I think uh, a little bit say. everywhere. Yeah. I mean, obviously in the non WWE uh, federations, you can have smaller people who will get over as, you know, master champions. Um, so it's not to say that he can't do that, but like when you look at MJF and you look at um, uh, jungle boy and you say like, well, which, which one looks more like a champion, the dude that's got an extra 40 pounds of muscle, honestly, you know? Yeah. I mean, mm. yeah, I get you. Just like, it's hard uh, for me to believe that Darby Allen can beat, Will Hobbs, like, does uh, not yeah, compute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And the fact is these the other three uh, pillars here are kind of getting wasted because we're, like, using them all at once. Yeah. Um, and maybe it'll be a useful thing in the future. Um, you know, like, a couple of years from now, you can sort of revisit this idea. Or in various iterations, you're like, oh, yeah, you remember when we, you know had that feud a couple years ago and, you know, you can sort of like call back to it. Um, but it's, it is a little clunky now and I'm, I'm also not the biggest fan. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, like, uh, I yeah, and I don't, I don't know if I have, I lack the the sort of uh, vision that maybe you have, where, but like, I struggle to see anyone but MJF out of that group, like being like a, a top champion. Like, I yeah. think they all can be uh, like a TNT champion, but to to hold the, the the biggest belt seems like it's. I don't like. I don't know when any of them would be so different and so much better. Like, I don't dislike any of them. I like them all, but they just all feel like they lack um, the the heft. And maybe that's something that will come, but I, I don't know. I mean, it's not like we're talking about Kenny Omega and um, John Moxley or Kenny Omega and who is somebody else? Even Hangman was all right. You know what I mean? Like, that was a very interesting feud. Mm-hmm. Um, differing styles. And Kenny Omega is, you know, obviously unquestionably one of the best wrestlers in the world. So, you know, of course, he's always entertaining to see. But it just sucks when you're like supposed to be rooting for these other people. But like they just kind of are tedious and boring. And I understand their matches are good and Jungle Boy had some incredible shit that he did tonight. But, I mean, uh, is that enough? You know? I want to, like, that's not enough for a champion because you need to also enjoy them as, like, their essence. You need to enjoy their essence. Enjoy the little things they say and do. Like, because, yeah, they end up carrying a show for a small amount of time. And, um, if you're going to see a lot more of them, then you want it to be a lot more fun. And, um, you know, for the record, uh, the title of this episode is enjoy their essence. Mm. <laughs> uh, uh, it feels a little porny, but it also feels a little dark crystally. And I'm perfectly happy with that combination. I think you meant to say corny. No, I didn't. Yeah, you okay. did. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, everybody, and thanks for watching uh, Wrestling with It. It's an 87% show. That's pretty wow. good. It's is pretty good. I more, much, much, much higher than I thought it would be. Yeah. Same. And I don't with know. All the complaining I was doing, we thought it. for sure we tanked it. I mean, <laughs> we... We had two full segments <laughs> that we all agreed were were middles, and that's kind of unusual. Hmm. Um, but overall, you know, there's a lot of a lot of good stuff in here. So interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we'll keep watching. Ah, uh, for sure. another week at least. <laughs> One more. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Ding dong, dingling, ding ding, ding ding, ding ding, ding.